This coverage is live and uncensored, so if you have any small children present, you may want to have them leave the room. What's up, folks? My Take Radio, episode 128, the wrestling edition, being recorded live, well, being recorded on Friday, well, not even Friday, fucking Wednesday, February, what the fuck day is it today? February 22nd, 2012. Joining me for this episode is Captain Quark and John Blade. Blade is my nephew, and Captain Quark is his number two. We'll be talking some wrestling tonight. We got... The Elimination Chamber pay-per-view to go over, Raw, SmackDown, and this week's wrestling news as well. What's going on, guys? Hi. What's up, man? Nothing. Chilling. All right, so let's... Fucking wrestling. All right, let's get right into it. We got, of course, this past weekend's Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, and uh, we'll start with you, Quark. What did you think of the pay-per-view overall? Dude, it was... It was buns, man. It felt like how the Royal Rumble was. Um, Raw was just, like, way better. And Elimination Chamber felt like a $40 Raw that I was paying money for. It was it was just so bad. Everything seemed sloppy. There was really no no um, no spots. Uh, no title changes. I didn't see... I really just didn't see the point. The fact that Santino was one of the last two in the Elimination Chamber is a statement. How terrible it was. What about you, Blade? What'd you think? I can pretty much agree to everything he said. I really, I was kind of dozing after a while. The Chambers, the Chambers had some good matches, but the fact that no title change kind of made it pointless that they even had the matches in the first place. Well, let's get into some of the matches. It was strange for me that they opened it up with the Raw Chamber, considering how much was at stake there, and frankly, it was the stronger of the two Chamber events on the card. Um, really actually impressed with... You know, Kofi Kingston, as usual, delivering in there. But um, yeah. other than that, like you said, it really did feel like an extended Raw. The Miz, I'm surprised he lasted all the way to the end. A lot of people have been saying that The Miz is in the doghouse. Um, he is. Were there any favorite moments in that match that, that you guys liked? John, go ahead. <laughs> Not that I can remember, honestly. Um Jericho getting kicked in the face was really nice. As much as I love the guy. To me, it like I, Kofi Kingston seemed to be like taking up the spot that a uh, John Morrison should have filled. Like it just didn't feel the same without like a big high flyer, and Kofi didn't seem to do that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kofi. They always seem to throw the one guy that you expect to take the high spots, and Kofi was playing it kind of safe in this match. Yeah. And they kept Jericho strong by having him get knocked out of the chamber without losing going into WrestleMania. So I kind of knew they were going to go that route, but um, it was it was passable. It was it was extended Raw main event. Now the match that surprised me was the second match on the card with Beth Phoenix and Tamina. Tamina, I think, has the the night. Yeah, she has the makings of a legit superstar in the near future. I think she just needs a little bit more work. Well, she's definitely improved from before. I used to watch her matches and be like, you're messing up the simplest finisher you could ever do. 
but she's definitely uh, improved. I think giving her her last name uh, really improved her confidence, made her better. Snooker. Well, the, also the fact that she's she's a, a, a bigger chick. I think, you, you, you know, having Beth Phoenix in there with Barbie dolls, who you know she's going to whoop their ass, just just made it a, a, a very formulaic match. You know, Tamina's a, a physical girl. She could, she could hang with her, you know? Mm-hmm. Where was Karma? Where was she at? She can't, she's still recovering from pregnancy. She, she can't she, wrestle. Then, but she was at the Royal Rumble. Like they could have had like a, a like a a little promo play. She didn't have to come out. They could have. Oh, I think yeah. I think it would have been good if if Karma. I I probably guarantee that if Karma were healthy, it would be her and Beth Phoenix at Mania. But clearly, that's not going to happen. The real question is: Do they even care who the diva, what the diva matches at WrestleMania? No. WWE don't care. They just don't care. Well, supposedly Vince McMahon is very fond of the Bella Twins, and he insists that they're on television all the fucking time. This is true. They are. Even if they're backstage just eating a sandwich, they got to be on TV. That's right. At least they, at least they can act better than me. At least they Eve? can do that. At least they can act better than her. This is true. I think that lady whose face got eaten by a chimp can act better than Eve does. <laughs> what do you think could act better than Eve right now? Oh, there you go. Wow. That's a good one. Let's uh let's talk about this bullshit ass promo with uh David Brotunga and Johnny Ace with uh the return of Christian Del Rio and Mark Henry. Did this shit even deserve to be on a pay per view? Was it even fucking news at this point? It made me giggle. I thought it was fun. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was fun. I heard, like... I heard Christian's song and expected Sinkara. That's all I can oh, remember from yeah, that. That was, well. that was sad. Um I think I think that was basically just filler. That was just all they were doing, killing time, and giving. They, I guess they have to have Laurinaitis there every time so he can talk. But that, that's they they ah, didn't accomplish anything. Now let's get into this SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Of course, anybody that expected a great performance from the Great Kali in this match <laughs> severely <Okay>. disappointed. <laughs> what are they doing with him? Honestly, garbage. Nothing. Nothing. Just put him against Brodus Clay, give him a squash match, and you're and you're done. Oh, dude, Brodus Clay would end him. Well, the great the great Kali has like severe knee problems, and he's a cop in India, which bugs me out because unless he's fucking chasing people on a Segway, if he can barely walk to the ring, who the fuck is he chasing in India? What if Aladdin steals a fucking apple and is running through the streets? How is he chasing him? I think he goes undercover. No one can ever tell. Yeah, what the fuck is he going undercover as a giraffe? Come on. He gets, a, he gets a line on kiss cam and a line just <laughs> There you go. That's all he does. Like, like he's a villain in an Aladdin movie. If they did a live-action Aladdin, he could play, like, the guy, the, 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 main, the main guard for the king. Seriously, it's like he comes out there, he can barely walk. I mean, it's great that they want to do the whole freak show thing with him in the chamber, but the guy can barely fucking move. It's like brain chop, brain chop, brain chop, up, there goes my knees, I'm out. Yep. I'm a little yeah. <sighs> The you know I was super shocked that Santino lasted to the end. I I, I understand they want to give him supposedly they're basing his push off you know Lin sanity off Jeremy Lin's success here in New York. So they're building Santino the same I'm way. Saying the next day the Knicks lost. I'm oh, just saying. No 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 I under I <laughs> of course but I mean in terms of just the underdog coming out of nowhere and being successful. But are they really going to do anything with him? I don't like, think so. The crowd like, was really into it, though. I was, we, I was too. I was really going for the guy, but 
I, what I, um, why are you gonna like make him seem like a decent wrestler? Like, get, like make it seem they're gonna give him a push, and then even though everyone knows he's not, like you're giving him, you're giving him false hope. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he's he's a great comedy character, but I've always said he's it's too late to turn the corner and make him serious unless they want to do some shit like they do with Mick Foley. It'd be really difficult. They clowned him for the longest time. To me, it doesn't really matter because that whole pay-per-view was just bullshit. So it didn't really matter. I just, I just didn't care. I wasn't emotionally invested to see who even got to the last two to care if it was Santino. Well, considering that they put together that 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 you know random match with Swagger against Justin Gabriel, it, you can tell that they were just pressed for time, just trying to throw anybody they could in there. Yo, is it me or is Jack Swagger getting less TV time now that he's US fan? I agree, he is, but I, I don't understand why. But I think it's just because Vicky Guerrero steals all the heat. Which, if that's the case, you got to move him away from Vicky Guerrero. Ridiculous. Because people boo her more than they boo him. Nobody gives a fuck about Jack Swagger. So bland. I just don't care about him. Is that like they don't have a title in U.S. that are like completely irrelevant now, or? Well, I think they are, and it's unfortunate because back in the day when you used to watch wrestling, the the guy that was the IC champion was automatically considered the number one contender, you know? They don't do that shit anymore. Because you see him come out with the belts, but there hasn't been a title match in forever. Yeah, and I don't even think... They changed it to that nice little, the nice new white one, which I actually really like. Wasn't Cody's last uh, challenger Booker? How many months ago was that? Cody's last challenger was indeed Booker T. And it would, we all knew how that was going to end. It's, I mean, it's Booker T. Well, they originally wanted to do a WrestleMania match at, with uh, Goldust against Cody, and they were, you know, Goldust has been campaigning on Twitter for it for the longest time, but it's kind of fell on deaf ears at this point. Cause... I love Booker T. Oh, Booker T is the man. I mean, you know... <laughs> We, we, we gotta we gotta love the fact that he can just come in there, you know, and he can hype up a crowd. We want the gold, sucker! Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you, nigga! <laughs> come on. I'm kind of mad, because I actually had that clip on YouTube ready to play. If, if, he, if he said that to, to Cody Rhodes right before WrestleMania, the crowd, the crowd would go bananas. But um, to wrap up this, this, this pay-per-view bullshit... John Cena and Kane closed out the pay-per-view, which was stupid. But um, Kane, so got, Kane, Kane got Kane got destroyed. <laughs> Kane got fucking destroyed in this match. Like the way I guess the way they're making it seem now that the whole embrace the hate thing is over is Kane just going to do absolutely nothing from now on. I don't know. I mean, I was expecting Cena to to go crazy and do some shit, but he didn't even really embrace the hate. You know, he gave him the fucking, the F.U. off the ambulance. That's, yeah, that was about it. Other and you know what, they probably had like a padded cushion in that little cube there, so I mean. I was, I was very disappointed in the way it went, not because Cena didn't embrace the hate, but just because they really just clowned Kane. All that work into bringing Kane back, and he got his ass whooped at that pay-per-view. And the thing was, that, that match wasn't close to main event quality. Hell no, that's a raw main event. Or, like, a SmackDown a, opener. A Superstars main event. Was any match, though? Was any of those matches been main the event? Raw, the, the, Raw, uh, the Raw Elimination Chamber could have been a good main event. Yeah, the, the Raw Chamber. Better than that match. I thought the SmackDown one was better. How do we not talk about Daniel Bryan's, like, complete no-selling? 
during the one to the SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Oh, he's the he, champion. He's the he's yeah. the champion. You know that. He's like, like champion. He got freaking. <laughs> he gets <laughs> diplomatic <laughs> immunity, man. Diplomatic immunity. Dude, he got raped by Big Show. The man broke through chains and just beat on him. Beat on him through a door. And didn't he break the door? Eventually, using Daniel yes. Bryan. It's like yes, a battering ram. And he is into the last two. No. No. It's that thing he wears around his waist every week that forgot protects him from any damage. You know what, that, he's a role model. I should become a vegan. I won't die that yes. vegan. Yeah, well, Daniel Daniel Bryan, you know, he he upgrades. He has a thing for for Asian girlfriends, and much like a leased car, he turns it in and gets a new one. You know, he had Gail Kim, and then Gail Kim kind of rolled out, and then they're like, "Oh, AJ Lee is kind of Asian looking. Let's just put her with Daniel Bryan because you know we don't got shit else for her to do." Terrible. She always stands there and looks fucking nervous, like like she's holding a, a like she's holding a dime bag of weed in a in a, in a high school lockup. Yeah, you're. She's ninety pounds. You're like two hundred pounds. You're you're being a bastard right now. Leave yeah, exactly. You bastard. Oh. Fucking terrible. Next. All right. I am a vegan. I'm just saying. Let's get right into raw. My generation will take the fall. The state no cross the nation, and it's a I love that song. What the fuck was that? That was like the old school raw theme song, dude. Yeah, that was That's the raw. That was the I, raw. I that. In, that was the raw I, intro that would not get me sued. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. But um, raw of course opened up with Eve's terrible acting with uh-huh. the Bella Twins, her coming clean that she didn't give a fuck about Zack Ryder and she was Does using anybody? John Cena. John Cena was her upgrade. Um, what'd you guys think of the opener with that? Yo. Great Cena promo. Exactly. Like, that's all. That's all accomplished. Yo, I was literally entertained within the first ten minutes. I knew that Rawls could be a better elimination chamber. <laughs> Instantly, I knew. John Cena's my role model because he curses on TV. Yeah, he said a buzzword. You well, post track bitch. I was like, yep, you're perfect. Well, I got I got a question about that. It, obviously, going the PG the PG route. And then all of a sudden getting, you know, using Hoski and putting on Raw that Hoski was trending on Twitter. Do you think that WWE is kind of shooting themselves in the foot too? Because, you know, then you got that, that young demographic saying, you know, Mom, Dad, what is a Hoski? Yeah. yeah. I, I can attest to that. My brother came up to me while watching that. What does that mean? I See? was like, don't worry about it. That's a true story. You know, sk- uh, sipping skank juice. Like, as much <laughs> as John Cena clowns The Rock for his 90s promos, who the fuck comes up with sipping skank juice? John Cena. Exactly. It's, it, 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 Eve's acting was completely terrible. Cena redeemed the segment, much like Andrew said, by just being amusing. Real? Yo, it's not, John Cena said it best when he just went into the camera and said to the audience, I'm back. It's like, yep, that was funny. Good job, Cena. For once. Yeah, it, it was yeah. good. 
The um the opening match with Sheamus and Mark Henry, I felt like I've seen that match a thousand times now. You and wonder the, why? Because you've seen it a thousand times. Exactly. And and the worst part of it is that they're using Mark Henry to make Sheamus look strong going into Mania. But it's like you just took a guy who you built as a monster and you didn't you didn't make the match super competitive. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, I guess they're just giving that. Uh, they're probably just making Sheamus look like, all right, I'm going to go through everyone until I get to WrestleMania, and nothing's going to stop me. Well, of course, right after that, they did that promo with uh, with Johnny Ace and, and David David Brotunga's uh, crooked shape-up. And, um, you know, of course, they're teasing Johnny Ace being the GM for both Raw and SmackDown, which I have news with regards to that, which we'll really? discuss later. But, um... Breaking news. Yeah, they, uh... You know, the whole setup was for, for him to face anybody on the SmackDown roster, which, you know, was going to be complete horse shit. Yeah. But um, right after that, instead of doing that match next, we ended up getting R-Truth and Kofi against uh, the Goya brothers. The Bodegas? Yeah, the Bodegas. Um, a lot of people were saying that Truth poor and Evan, Kofi would make a good tag team. Yo, poor, poor Evan Bourne, dude. I didn't know he saw into an incinerator. I didn't know that happened. I was, it was <laughs> well, well, it's funny you say that because they're saying that they might not be bringing Born back. Buried. Yeah, mm. buried is right. So is Vince McMahon uh, selling, uh, celebrating Black History by bringing out every black wrestler on Raw? That seems to be the name of the game. But what did you guys think of Kofi and Truth as a as a tag team? Give something Kofi to do, I guess. <laughs> You got, you got, you, those are two, I don't even, what are the guys who are the tag team champs? Primo and somebody else? Yeah, Epico. Epico? Yeah, somebody else, yeah. <laughs> that's not fair, because so, every tag match would be three on two. Because it's Kofi Kingston, R-Truth, and Lil' Jimmy. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yo, they got Rosa. They got Rosa Mendez. <laughs> yes. So, but, yo, but they're boring. I, I, I could see, I could see Kofi and Truth getting a belt. Maybe give Dolph Ziggler something to do. Cause he ain't the, doing thing, the thing I don't like is who would they go against besides Epico and Primo? They have like zero tag team division whatsoever. Dolph Ziggler and uh, Jack Swagger. They fought on SmackDown. Give it them. Okay, I, that's I, it. You got three teams. You can't. The they, they, didn't transfer the, they didn't transfer the bell yet. But still, I mean, who else Dude, would you okay, get? Protus Clay and. Uh, <laughs> okay, not, not. I don't know. Okay, Roger from Tekken. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I would honestly. If if they wouldn't have brought Brodus Clay as a as a comedy gimmick, I would have put Brodus Clay and Mark Henry together as a tag team. The real power tag team to go against the high flyers and everything. Exactly, only because it would give Brodus somebody that he can learn from, and it would keep Mark Henry busy without having him get injured so much. Hey man, the Hall of Pain. Yeah, well, the, he's yeah. in the fucking Hall of Pain every fucking three weeks that he fucking blows his knee out. Ray Colley and uh, and and Mark Henry, perfect tag team. That yeah, wrong. the law, the, the the tag team of injured and wet and injured. <laughs> so what? So you need Wade Baird in there? Oh shit! Oh, don't don't make fun of Poor Wade Barrett gets shit on. Um, yeah, poor Wade Barrett. Of course, they announced Ron Simmons goes into the the Hall of Fame, much Yay. like John alluded to earlier. It was the fact that, you know, it's Black History Month. As as convenient as you wanna think that it's not, Vince McMahon is is an asshole. And he so and he was like, Damn it. The first February's almost second. over. We gotta put a black guy in there. I don't wanna seem insensitive. Exactly. 
Because usually, you know, every year when Martin Luther King comes around and it's on Monday Night Raw, you know they always use the same Martin Luther King video and the same spiel, and I have a dream. And it's like, Vince is like, we have to cater to the black people, damn it. I need my money. So I'm assuming JTG fought on three matches. Right? <laughs> he probably did. Shit, I would have put, why not put JTG and R-Truth together? That shit writes itself. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> the new crime time? Yeah, the ah, new crime the time. Dimmy. Why not? Yeah. Crime time 2.0 and put him with fucking, you know, get that money, money, and he'll, and little Jimmy. Little Jimmy's getting that money, too. <laughs> well, of course, right after the in, the induction of, well, the announcement of Ron Simmons' induction, of course, we were treated to uh, a, an award-winning match from David Brotunga and uh, Big Zeke. And the match was a complete clusterfuck. Big Zeke looked like shit in that match. And Otunga with his stupid, you know, I'm in the Olympia pose. Should just, he should just fucking kill himself. I think Vince is just keeping him on television so Jennifer Hudson could sing the national anthem at WrestleMania. That's actually a good point. They made two, they made two big mistakes in that match. One, having David Otunga in it. And then having David Otunga win. Yeah, well, his finisher, he can't even he can't even lift motherfuckers up for his finisher. It's like, dude, you got a body like Tarzan and you fight like Jane. <laughs> David O'Tonga, just let him put keep his bow tie on, sip his coffee, and keep behind the stage. Yo, That's why fine. does he why does he slurp his coffee? It's like, yo, why don't you drink coffee like a normal human? I understand it's annoying and you probably slurp the shit out of John Laurinaitis' asshole, but come on, man. It's like yeah, John, I agree. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> Fucking terrible. And then we get the, the nine-minute promo with Triple H and The Undertaker. Where, 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 this, is not, this is not how you'll be seeing me. It's not the, the last uh, star I want to be. Well, well, the worst part is, you know, The Undertaker, he cut off his Barbie doll wig last week. So, you know, he comes out with the hoodie on today. Because supposedly WWE doesn't want to reveal his new look until WrestleMania. It's like, fuck you, the nigga's bald. Hey, you, any, anyone looking at the shot can see he has no hair. Thank you. Normally his wig is coming down to like his chest. Like, where's his hey, hair? He has that in a bun. I don't know. You have a mini mohawk. You never know. You got wow. the same car going on, a bright blonde mohawk? <laughs> Shut up, man. Yeah. <laughs> the Undertaker hasn't been on television because he's been getting chemo, damn it. <laughs> Oh, that's not the last one I remember you, Taker. Exactly. You know, it's, 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 cancer. Like, it's like a nine-minute <laughs> nine promo for Triple H to tell us that he was going to fight The Undertaker. It's like, all right, we got it. I mean, you, the Hell in the Cell is a, is a nice to end touch. It, don't you, Taker? Don't you? It, it, I, it's, I think that WWE just was like, fuck, who's he going to fight this year? And they're like, I don't know. Orton? No. please... <laughs> Bring up the Randy Orton. No, the old ass Metallica song he used for no reason. Well, th- the worst part of that was that he should have came out to that at least, and it would have had some semblance of 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 unity with the storyline. But don't just play it randomly like somebody had fucking shuffle on their iPod by mistake. In the middle of his promo. Whoops. I don't know. It just it just didn't. I mean, the Hell in the Cell. It, this is one thing that that concerned me, and I said. They somebody better fucking bleed in that match. That's all I'm saying, because you know you're fighting in the in, in the cell, and if nobody bleeds because it's PG, that match is gonna be bullshit. No one bleeding in both chamber match, did they? Not that I saw. 
Uh, I mean, oh, no, Chris Jericho did Kobe die. That's pretty. That's pretty over PG. Kofi got like a big stitch in his head. They just gave one under that. Yeah, but they didn't. There was no blood. You. It's like I no. am rubbing your face into into steel. You should be bleeding. Nah, nah, not this week. <laughs> one thing I did like about the Undertaker uh, Triple H promo was the excessive use of the word coward. Yes, Dude, a lot of bravery, coward. Bravery runs my family, and John, it's not Undertaker. It's the Undertaker. Come on, the Undertaker. My my. How my... Long well, when he's on leave, Triple H can fight the Randy Orton. There you go, the Randy Orton that week. <laughs> All right, Santino, Daniel Bryan rematch. <laughs> uh, that you know what? I, once I again, just teasing that Santino could be a decent competitor. It's mean. It's just mean. You're not going to do anything with the guy. Don't make him. Don't have him do like two weeks worth of good matches and then go back to doing the Cobra with Justin Gabriel in the background shooting water at people. <laughs> well, later. Yeah, he's Slater. Slater. Yeah. Just make right. a just make a, a faction with Heath Slater, Santino, and Drew McIntyre, and just call them the du- and just call them the Dullards. Nah, dude, that's a, we got the mid card mafia for that, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving from a decently passable match to a complete clusterfuck, Kelly Kelly and Oksana against the Bella Twins. You know who didn't watch that match? This guy. Skip. <laughs> I no one cares about that match at all. That match was terrible to the point where Lance Storm and a couple of other wrestlers were like, "Wow, Oksana's fucking terrible." Oksana wrestles? Yeah, dude, and yeah. she was shit. I thought she does like fondle, fondle Teddy Long in the back. That's what she does. Give Teddy Long the hand job. She was the modern day Sable. Fucking terrible that match. That match was dog shit. And even and even with the Bella Twins involved, they're they're passable at least. But twin magic. It was fucking bullshit. Poor what? Kelly Kelly. She uh, went from being on television and, you know, cutting promos that were barely coherent to mid-card. Oksana. Yeah, f- tagging with Oksana against the Bella Twins. Remember, you can look, but you can't touch them. You know what? I think Kelly Kelly's happy not being on TV as much. She's probably doing other stuff. Yeah. She'll be out of wrestling in a year or two. Probably. She'll get a movie role, you know, a walk-on movie role that'll be complete shit, and that'll catapult her career. She can do a movie with The Rock and John Cena. She can pay the damsel in distress where they have a shootout over her. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of John Cena, of course, the big promo, which everybody talked about, which I have to admit was the, a very strong promo, which a lot of people said the the wrestlers were fully behind because a lot of them feel that John Cena said what they can't. Yeah. It's the truth, man. Well... Here's here's a, an interesting argument I had at work with a coworker about this. A lot of people are bitching about The Rock being in the main event and him coming back, you know, part-time and whatever. But let's be honest. What other guy would they put in there against John Cena? Who else would you put? Ultimate Warrior. I'm done. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fuck that shit. You know, and it's kind of it's kind of like having The Rock versus Hulk Hogan all over again. Exactly. You know, there there has to be that one guy, and the fact of the matter is that a lot of these guys on the roster get paid based on the buy rate for the event. So Sorry, if the event does good, you guys are going to get paid. So why are you bitching that The Rock is going to make more people order this shit? They don't hate money. That's, um, that's what I I'm saying. I'm just going to see people sur- say The Rock's wrestling John Cena. I might watch WrestleMania. Didn't Survivor Series draw a really low buy rate? 
Well, yeah, Survivor Series did a low buy rate, and uh, uh, you can... Because of the Miz. Yeah, they were blaming it on the Miz, which is completely fucking stupid. I blame the Survivor Series buy rate being low, because nobody gave a fuck about John Cena and The Rock against the Miz and R-Truth. It was a stupid-ass match. I just say it's the Miz's fault. Let's be done with it. It's a wrap. You know, I, I, I think that the argument that The Rock is stealing anybody's spot is, is ridiculous, because The Rock is beyond spot. The Rock is money, and Vince McMahon wants money. You don't hate money. There you go. You don't. You don't hate money. It's true. John Cena versus Kevin Nash, WrestleMania. Yes. D- yeah. Okay. Fucking. I would Walker, hate not to see that. Andrew. Walker. Walker on a pole match. <laughs> Kevin okay. Nash will break his leg getting into the ring for that match. That's just mean. Fuck that, man. It's like, let's be real. All these fucking young guys bitching. It's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing to get better? To get on The Rock's level? Yeah, you gotta get on that Zack Ryder swag. Man. Exactly. Zack Ryder built his own fucking character. I, I, I wouldn't even... And Kane killed it. I wouldn't feel bad if it would have been Zack Ryder versus, you know, a heel John Cena at Mania. That shit would have worked. You took my woman. How dare you? Yeah, well, that, that would have just been completely fucking stupid for that to I be the you feud. you my friend, John. With the biggest fucking neck brace ever. He got that neck brace from a fucking finger hut catalog. That shit was huge. <laughs> Fuck was that? Alright, Battle Royal. Let's talk about the uh, the ambulance Battle Royal, because everybody fucking died in this match. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. For a Who match... Oh, yeah, see Chris Jericho. Yeah, for, for a match that we knew was going to happen anyway. It's like, let's just kill half our roster. <laughs> the oh, mid-card man. mafia, man, they're getting too powerful. You gotta take him out. Well, I'll start with Andrew first. How'd you feel about your boy Wade just nearly fucking getting his arm ripped off because the Big Show threw Dolph Ziggler, who actually overshot Wade Barrett and landed with, like, his arm hitting the announce table? I thought he broke his fucking arm, too. Uh, I'm, I'm beyond irritated. Honestly, like, okay, there's two good things. Well, one good thing. Cody can now finally do something. Yep. Cool. Wade, when he comes back, probably actually get a push because he was kind of slowing down after Randy Orton. Maybe he can turn face. Maybe. I can kind of see Wade Barrett as a, as, as face. This dude looks like Mr. Incredible. Just look at him. <laughs> so, so maybe something will happen. Well, he doesn't have a voice for a face, though. He has, a, like, the generic villain voice, dude. Dude, you know, dude, it's, so, dude, Shayna's had the villain look for the longest time. He came out and attacked Mark Henry one time. Now he's, like, facing the company. Well, that's just because he's pale. Everybody, anybody, how could you hate Ronald McDonald? <laughs> Can't hate Ronald McDonald. He's automatically a face. Wait, I see that guy down the street. Oh no, that's Ronald oh, McDonald. I do love mayonnaise. That's a good point. He should. He should dress fucking Hornswoggle as a fry kid. <laughs> Just oh, bring Hornswoggle out as a fry kid with him. Terrible. <laughs> And, and he should just end all his promos with McNuggets to the rescue. And his nice uh, Irish accent. Yeah, it was... It, it, the, I, was I was just disappointed that so many people... You, you practically injured most of these guys when it, it was a lot easier to just set, you know, Jericho and Punk another way. That's all yeah, I'm it, saying. I mean, this, this was the best way to do it. Obviously. Uh, no, I think a better way to do it would have been Royal Rumble, but okay. There you go. 
I have a shitty elimination chamber match that I can figure it out. Right. Who is eating back there? Yeah, one of you assholes. I mean, eat the fifth. There you go. It's probably you. All right, let's talk about this this live SmackDown, and um, you know we get fucking Daniel Bryan cutting his stupid promo, and then the Miz coming out, yeah. which surprised me, kissing Daniel Bryan's ass clearly because they're both heels now. But it just oh, felt so awkward. Lead. It, it felt so awkward the way it went down because it was so it was so long ago. Yeah, right. Remember I, I, two years ago when I was your your champ? Well, yeah, that was a good time. Two years ago, I think Daniel Bryan should take the hint. Uh, taking an endorsement from the Miz is exactly a good idea. Uh, where's Alex Riley? There hey. you go. Yeah, where the fuck is Alex Riley? That well, he took he took enough of a fucking risk with his career getting popped for that DWI. Huh, yeah, right. Didn't see him fuck with all that. Like two hey, years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, when it was relevant, Miz. Two. It was it was it was just it was just so awkward and of course that set up Sheamus coming out and having his little match with the Miz, which once again let's just bury the Miz while we're at it, and you know Sheamus succeeded in doing that. Let's just have Miz going on a one on three match with Big Show, Miz, and not Miz, um, Big Show, Great Khali, and Ezekiel Jackson. See how long he survives. Ugh. Hell on a cell, death counts anywhere. <laughs> And put him in an inferno match that leads into a gauntlet match that ends what ends in a stretcher match. That's for that's you know good what? for Let's piss on Jr. Just have, have fun. Oh my that's god! In front of his wife. There you go. This be nice for the boss. Kofi Kingston, our truth, got to meet uh, Ziggler and Swagger, and it was it was just terrible for some reason. The match just seemed like complete shit. They probably just they're part of the, they don't have good chemistry. Bingo. They're like they're like four different complete fighting styles in one match. Well, let's talk about somebody who definitely got buried this week. Drew McIntyre, the great Kali, succeeded in burying him. Is he supposed to come back as like a Playboy or something? Yeah, he's supposed to come back as a fucking Ken doll or whatever the fuck he's gonna come back as. Do you? As much as they try to sell you on that guy, it's like yo, he is bullshit. I like him. He's a foreigner. Just put him, in a, put him in a team with Wade Barrett and Santino Morelli. You have a great uh, That's exa- right there. See, John... Got a plot from one of the games. John, John beat me to the punch, but it's true. You should take Wade Barrett, Drew McIntyre, and at the and you could have used a heel Sheamus, and you could have just made a stable of international wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a plot from WWE. The, the, the United Kingdom. William Regal was manager. They hold every single belt in the entire company. There you go. And Regal, and it's true, Regal would have been an awesome fucking mouthpiece for a group like that. You could have even thrown in um Justin Gabriel. Yeah. American Werewolf? Yeah, you could have done something with that. With the, with, with wait, the wait, wait, wait. We have Wade Barrett, uh, Justin Gabriel, Heath Slater, maybe. The core, maybe. I'm thinking. No, no, no. See, you gotta keep. Bring back Michael Tarver for like three days. You gotta keep Heath Slater away from any faction because he is garbage. The only thing I would do with Heath Slater is put him with Sheamus and fucking Hornswoggle and just call him like the fucking Lucky Charms. Terrible. Because Heath Slater is shit. It's like, how can you. uh, We understand that. He had a match with Brodus Clay, which was complete dog shit, and they didn't even play it on SmackDown. But it's like, you suck if you can't even make Brodus Clay look good. 
I like this setup. All you gotta do is put him in a feud with a. Uh, Seamus, you can have a restaurant war. Wendy's versus McDonald's. There you go. Wendy's versus McDonald's. The marketing would be huge. And, yeah. of, and of course, they wanted to rev- uh, to reward the fans with another CM Punk Daniel Bryan TV match, which once again was surprisingly awesome. Awesome. 16-minute Iron Man match, man. I'm just saying. That was freaking badass. Yo, and I love how each time they do it, no one's won yet. That's what I like. No yep. one has actually won the I love it. I, I liked. I liked. There was you know a couple of spots that were just ridiculous. You know, you had the uh, uh, Daniel Bryan going for the Frankenstein,er which was ridiculous because not too many people use that on TV now, unless you're Rey Mysterio or Sin Cara. I think Daniel Bryan almost choking out Justin Roberts may have been the greatest thing for his career. Yeah, I, 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 he would have been with the Nexus. He would have been buried. He would have died. He would have been, been, been with Michael Tarver. Showing up once a year to watch TV behind the stage. Well, look at it this way, too. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, by doing it this way, hopefully they're doing what what I like to think is long-term booking and looking at both of those guys as, you know, a match for Mania maybe a year or two from now. They could say, you know, you never beat me and I never beat you. Let's have a 60-man Iron Man match. A 60-minute Iron Man match. I'd be fucking sick with those two dudes. And then at the very end, just have Kenny Long be like, "Not nah, we're restarting from the beginning. No one actually won. Match. Two hours. Well, that's the only thing that kind of fucked it up. The the, the, the John Laurinaitis fucking uh, bullshit with Teddy Long, which leads me into the the rest of the wrestling news, and I wanted to go into this. Allegedly, they want to continue this feud with Laurinaitis and um, Teddy Long going into WrestleMania where Laurinaitis will have a team of uh, a team taking on uh, a babyface team of Teddy Long's uh, roster Tag and the win- match? Uh, yeah, Tag so- team match. Jesus God. Yep. Man. And supposedly the winning captain will become the GM of both shows. Supposedly this is supposed to replace the Money in the Bank match. Stop. What? Yep. Stop it. Stop Excuse it. me. Yep. This is according. This is credit to Wrestling Observer. So again, take it for what it's worth, but. They want to do, which you can see they're kind of teasing it already because Teddy Long said that he's showing up on Raw on Monday since John Laurinaitis showed up on Smack. The, the seeds are already being planted. Air, but to replace the Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania? Yep. No, who are you going to put in there? They'll probably, well, supposedly Teddy Long will have a babyface team and Laurinaitis will have a heel well, team. Jordan, uh... Well, I can tell you right oh, now, Laurinaitis will have Christian Del Rio... And Mark Henry, right off the bat. What about Ricardo yeah. Rodriguez? Nah, <laughs> they're not giving him any love. Yo, they can they can totally um they can just use that to replace a Divas match. They can use a mixed tag. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, mixed tag match. Okay, that might work. But look, let's think of this, and this is what I wanted to ask you guys: Would you would you give a shit if Teddy Long was the GM of both Raw and SmackDown? Absolutely, because Teddy Long is funny. He's black and small. It's great. That that's fucking Mr. Peanut right there. <laughs> he just needs uh, the monocle and the hat. <laughs> honestly, no. I honestly wouldn't care. I barely notice him now. The only reason I notice Teddy Long is because he's funny. Yo, my my lack of interest in GM stopped when they when they just fucking dropped the anonymous GM thing. Fuck you, WWE. Well, what bo- what bothered me about the anonymous GM <laughs> thing was that there was just no payoff. None. 
It wasn't even like they turned around and said, you know, the anonymous GM was The Rock. Or Mick Foley. Or Mick Foley, Sin nothing. That's how he communicates. Sinkara. Sinkara. Thank point. you, Sinkara. Um, basically, I, I stopped carrying my GMs once they started having SmackDown and Raw Superstars just showing up on both shows. Does it really matter anymore then? It's a super show. But still. Well, then what's the point of having a GM? Because it's, bo- it's basically... The, the, uh, the brand doesn't really matter anymore because both wrestlers are showing up on both shows. Well, now that you mention that, there's two things people are talking about. The, um, the April 23rd edition of Raw is supposed to be a three-hour episode. And some people are saying that that's going to be the draft episode. Does it even fucking matter? And is it even worth doing a draft at this point? There is no point. Randy Orton, you're going to show up. You're going to be on Raw now. So just do what you always do. Show up. It's fucking bullshit. If but, I don't... Yo, what has happened to Randy Orton? Because he's not hurt. He's not regenerate. No, care. no, no. He is. He, had, he got a concussion actually Again? when... Well, yeah, he got a concussion yeah. doing the RK... When he did the RKO to the big show, you could see he got up and he was kind of wobbly. And oh. then the RKO got botched. Wow. Okay, this, wow. So WWE really fucked up. Yeah, so he's on, right now he's on the shelf, and he may not be ready for WrestleMania, they're saying. Who, is he going to, who can he go up against? They only have like three weeks to put him in, the, in with someone. Well, his, his concussion recovery is rumored to take six to eight weeks. So, yeah, he ain't coming back no time soon. Yeah, he's not going to come back unless he comes back and, you know, like a one-off, let me do the RKO type shit on him. I'm back, hey, and I'm going to leave. Hey, this begs the question, why did they hurt him like Ocio for no reason? What was that? Why did they hurt him for no reason before Royal Rumble? When they threw him down the steps? Yep. What was the point? Why did they storyline injure him? For no, no he, he got injured. He got injured there, too. He actually had a back injury there. Well, maybe that's maybe they, they should have thought there's a problem throwing people down steps. Dude, he didn't get thrown down, Zach. Come on. No, the, 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 the spot for him getting thrown down the steps was just to hide the fact that he had injured his back at a house show, I think. Wow. So, I don't, I don't actually believe he got injured. So it's just like a payoff for him to like take a break. Yeah, he's yeah. Whenever uh, whenever they do these storyline, like Zack Ryder, I don't understand why they why they've in, they've storyline injured Zack Ryder so much. A lot of people thought it was because of wellness, which is not true, obviously. But it's like the longer you keep some of these guys off television, the more you hurt them in the long term. I mean, Zack Ryder can't really make much of a return now that the whole John Cena and Kane thing's over. What is he going to do? Eve. Well, you yeah, put him in the money in the bank match. That would have made for an interesting. interesting. Oh well, wait, whoops! Not happening. <laughs> well, supposedly they're gonna put Eve with a with okay, a with you a heel. Stop right there to stop. Please. Okay, go ahead. They're gonna put Eve with a heel, and then Zack Ryder. They're gonna put him with a with a face diva, possibly the returning Layla. Uh, but I thought Eve was supposed to. Um, Eve was still gonna be babyface. Nope. Dude, you really think Eve's gonna be babyface after what she yeah. did? Yeah. Really? How? Is, I'm, from what I've read, she's still supposed to be a baby face. I need to swear you again, John. <laughs> no, how, dude? She got called a hosty and a black bitch face on TV. It's her road to redemption. She's on her T.I. Oh, no, no, no. Play <laughs> wrong. Well, Brodus Clay, obviously, you guys know, got taken off television right after the shenanigans that happened with... Um, with Heath Slater. And a lot of people were saying that they took him off TV because his wrestling isn't up to par as of yet. They have development for that? 
Well, yeah, exactly. But so he took to Twitter earlier this week and he said, uh, don't believe the hater hype. Planet Funk is still in orbit. You dig? So either either okay. Booker either Booker T is writing his tweets or <laughs> um, Brodus Clay feels that he's going to be back on TV sooner rather than later. Now, can you dig that? I, I think there's nothing to do with his um with his wrestling, honestly. I, I think it's just they don't like booting. Well, not for nothing. Wasn't he on fucking NXT? Yeah, like, I know, exactly. So, he wrestles it, all the time. It's not like he can't wrestle. There you go. Well, okay, and yo, yeah, don't you have both hunger wrestling, but bro, this place not good enough. No, there you go. Exactly. Because if the dude didn't wrestle, you'd at least be seeing him on Superstar, you know what I mean? Yep. Well, the other thing they've been talking about, and this is a strong rumor, which I believe, is that WWE officials are planning to do a lot of releases and repackaging of several of their lower level and developmental talent. So probably shortly after WrestleMania, which happens every year, you're going to see a couple of motherfuckers get the axe. Where it all so, begins again. This is, this is code for Evan Ford is getting a huge push, right? Yeah, good luck with that. He's getting a huge push out the fucking door. <laughs> Question: Whatever happened with Chris Hero? Chris Hero actually got signed. He his his alter ego is Cassius Ono. Oh no! Exactly. What kind of name is that? Exactly. His his alter ego. You can go to fcwwrestling.com. Cassius Ono. Obviously, the initials KO. So you know they're gonna do stuff with that, and um, they're they're not gonna put him with Claudio Castagnoli, who's wrestling as Antonio Cesaro. But Why not? I don't know. Tag team. They're not going to put them together as of now, but, you know, we'll probably... I, I have a feeling right after WrestleMania, we'll probably see Tyler Black on television and probably uh, Claudio first. Claudio is a huge human being. That guy That guy is going to make a, a great heel when he comes up. Hopefully they don't give him some stupid foreign gimmick. Yeah, put him with Wade. Put him with put him with the United Kingdom. Yeah, put him with Wade Barrett. It writes itself. Well, not for nothing. Bringing up Tyler Black, Chris Hero, and you know even uh, Claudio plus CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. It's going to be ridiculous when all those guys are there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people might cross over and watch them a little bit. Maybe. Well, probably. I mean, um, the last two bits of news I wanted to go over. Uh, was, of course, China mainstreaming now. Vivid Entertainment announced that China will be starring in She-Hulk Triple X. Um, starring with China in She-Hulk Triple X are Gracie Glam, Lexi Bell, Jennifer Dark, Alexis, Alexis Texas. <laughs> yes. How about, how about this? Ryan Driller. <laughs> Andrew, Dick Pound, baby? Dale, or how about Dale DeBone? Pound? (laughs) Dick Pound. (laughs) Hey, he's a real guy. But but the worst part is, it's like, China went from being, getting paid buku money, to stripping at a club, which she's done a few times, to being a druggie, to showing up on TNA once, to doing hardcore pornography on the regular. Man, man, you gotta get the, you gotta get the money. Uh, how, the, how the mighty have fallen is what Respect that is. Respect the hustle, is. man. You gotta rise above the hate and get your money. Yeah, okay. She's gotta rise above the fact that 
you know, her, her, her vagina looks like she has a tiny dick. How would you know? I've seen the video, my friend. <laughs> there you go. And um, got to extend congratulations to our friend Amazing Red, who will be returning to Ring of Honor for their 10th anniversary pay-per-view, which Yay. will be taking place March 4th here in New York City. He will be teaming with uh, Jay Perkins against Roderick Strong and Michael Elgin for the show. So congrats to our friend Amazing Red. We want Red. There you go. He'll be back soon, though. And, of course, CM Punk, Chris Brown, to, to close things out. What are your thoughts? Andrew, we'll start with you. You have to go to me when John's the one who said that he knows, that he knows everything about it. You have to go to me. Really. Yeah, I got, I got to go to you because I know that you will give a memorable soundbite to go with it. Um, go to John first. I got to think of a funny clip. This isn't in my notes. <laughs> this isn't in my notes. <laughs> All right, John, what, what do you think? CM uh, Punk, Chris Brown, do you think that... Um, uh, I want to say it's commendable. It's basically him expressing his opinion. And because they're both big names, it's blown up. Yep. It's like, it has to be four tweets to make a Twitter war in a video. I'll see how that's a Twitter war. I, I, I assume it'd be much worse, but let them yell at each other all they want. Nothing's going to happen. Chris Brown's still going to be Chris Brown, and CM Punk is still going to beat people's faces in. That's about it. Well, it was in the Daily News this week. CM Punk took to the video. A lot of people are talking about it, obviously, just because of the mainstream appeal. But the thing that amuses me is just the fact that a guy like Chris Brown is getting called out by a professional wrestler. And the part that is is terrible is that Chris Brown decided to say that CM Punk uses steroids, which we know, based on CM Punk's straight-edge beliefs, that is false, which is, I think, what CM Punk took issue with first and foremost. That's like calling, that's like calling Daniel Bryan a meat-eater. You just don't do that. I call Blake I'm a vegan. <laughs> It's it's just it's just crazy, you know. I think that it's great just because CM Punk has been all over the news just with all the angles he's done with WWE and how he's turned the business on its head. But mm -hmm. this is beyond just a Twitter war at this point. This is Chris Brown and CM Punk. What do you think? You guys think that Vince is going to try and turn this shit into an angle? No. no. Wait, never mind. Yes. <laughs> I have to think about that for a second. Vince McMahon would do anything to get a quick buck. This is the same Vince McMahon who, when Edge was having an affair with Lita, when she cheated on Matt Hardy, put Edge and her into a feud with Matt Hardy. The Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll get like someone who will like get. He'll get a mock Chris Brown. He'll do it for the April Fool's Day of uh, WrestleMania. He'll get somebody to come in and moonwalk to the stage, have CM Punk uh, give him a GTS and walk out. Shit, I, I wouldn't mind that at all. Look at the same guy who did the terrible Obama impersonation. Oh, oh fuck that guy. What You know who he reminded me of? Whatever happened to fucking Washington? What the hell was that guy's name? The guy that had the stupid talk show? Wade Barrett. No. Washington. The, yeah, the black guy. He was on, I think he, they used to do it for ECW. The, um, my gosh. He looked like, he looked like a skinny, malnourished rock. That dude. George Washington? Who? No. <laughs> did you say George Washington Carver? What the no, fuck did no, you say? George Washington. George Washington? <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. 
No, but um, yeah, considering considering how terrible they did that shit impersonating Barack Obama, they should just leave this shit alone. I think that WWE, though, is definitely going to find a way to spin this. It's not going to be with Rihanna performing at WrestleMania, that's for damn sure. <laughs> but they'll do something, because it's, it's too mainstream now. Too mainstream. The shit's on TMZ, MTV, Twitter, The Daily News. I, I think Entertainment Weekly mentioned it briefly. CM Punk making WWE relevant again. Vince McMahon hired hackers to hack Chris Brown's Twitter and started Twitter war with CM Punk. Oh, that would be fucking hilarious. Chris Brown just comes out from like comes out from like vacation. Yo, what happened? Chris Brown is gonna Chris Brown is gonna cause CM Punk to lose the belt to Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. <laughs> I wish. What a chair like, shot. Oh Jesus Christ. And a real chair, like he just blatantly bats him in the head. <laughs> if, if, Chris if, Brown, if Chris Brown wasn't even scared to be there, he jumps out from the audience. The dude, audience the the creative staff is baffled. Like, just roll with it, dude. It would be it would be crazy. Not only if they did that, but because Chris Jericho is is in the music industry, it would fucking work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it worked so great with Shaquille O'Neal coming in every week. Floyd Mayweather, they they need a celebrity. Yeah, but fucking the, that Floyd Mayweather Big Show match was the worst thing I've ever seen. He knocked him out. Well, it gave Big Show a great new finisher. Honestly, yeah, it was fucking bullshit. The knockout punch. Yeah, the weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, the weapon of mass destruction punch. The fucking weapon of mass boredom punch. Fucking big slow. Greatest, greatest weapon of mass destruction punch was when David was playing with like sipping coffee. (laughs) Big show comes out of nowhere and it literally looks like Deccan. Like, if you saw like, like cheek looking jiggle up, and he got knocked out. I think Chris Brown is the guy John Laurinaitis is always texting every week. Honestly. That would be that would be good too. That would be good too. Like, who does Johnny Ace text every week? And it would be Chris Brown doing a run and causing CM Punk to lose the belt. But wait, Chris Brown has been the one getting the text for like six months. Is yes. What to say? Yes. It's, it's, Fuck it. And he's also the anonymous GM. <laughs> hey, why not? Fucking remember, this is these are the same guys that had John Cena get stabbed in a nightclub by Carlito's bodyguard, and then him and Carlito were boys three months later. Even though you clearly tried to stab me in a nightclub, <laughs> but we're gonna be a tag team this week. Did someone say tag team match? Seriously, there's no, there's no, there's no continuity, dude. So it, it's gonna be Chris Brown getting the text from fucking Johnny Ace. <laughs> I mean, you got you got you got to have some big name there. Why not Chris Brown? It'd be great. It's gonna be, like, be Yo, Chris Brown. We'll give you four hundred thousand dollars to come here and let's see him punk, punk, kick you in the face. You, you never did? know. They may they may do that. But you, like I said, Jennifer Hudson was on SmackDown this week. She was. Yeah, was li- she like backstage or something. Yeah, Lillian Garcia tweeted a photo. So I wouldn't doubt. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't doubt that the Otunga push is just to sweeten the pot to get. Jennifer Hudson to perform yeah, the national just anthem. Get, have my husband on TV every week and make him make him beat people. Well, yeah, not that's perform unless you make him beat CM Punk him the world the world championship. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you, if you go, Lillian Garcia was like, "Oh, look who came by to visit," and she tagged Jennifer Hudson on Twitter. I was like, "I'm like, yep, this is probably going to be the the gig." If you think The Rock is not there to promote Fast Five, you are out of your mind. <laughs> exactly, I'm just saying. All right, guys, that's going to that's gonna wrap it up. Um, uh, because tonight we're going <laughs> to 
<laughs> oh my god. Um, what are you playing, Andrew? Ted Long Dubstep, tag team, man. Oh, let's not have that. Um, you guys want people to follow you on Twitter? What are what are you on Twitter, Captain Cork? Uh, you know, I'll do it next show. I don't remember. I, that's how much I care. It's at Andrew Coolcat. You will not get out of this, Andrew. Okay, Andrew <laughs> Coolcat. Follow me. Andrew yeah, Coolcat on Twitter. John Blade, your Twitter? John U. Butler. There you go. Uh, that's Captain Quark. John U. Butler. I am, of course, Rich. My Take Radio will return live March 1st at 11 p.m. Eastern. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Take a moment. Rate the show. You can also catch us on Stitcher and live on the Blog Talk Radio Network and on Mixler. Peace.